You're listening to a 3CR podcast created in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. So, here you are. Too foreign for home. Too foreign for here. Never enough for both. Ijuoma Umebinyo. Diaspora Blues. What makes you smile and adds a spring to your step? What does it mean to belong? And how do we build a home away from home? Diaspora Blues is a show that contemplates what is and what could be. Join Busto and Bigwa every Monday at 2.30 on 3CR Community Radio. Produced by Jan. Welcome to Diaspora Blues, a 3CR program produced and presented on the sovereign lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Diaspora Blues also airs on Tuesdays at 3.30pm on Radio Skidrow, a community radio station in Sydney. My name is Ian Shudwa. This week, I'm going to play an interview I did with Dean Lim from the 3CR program Behind Closed Doors. Dean cracked me up and gave me so much to think about and read up on, including a landmark report called the Neve Inquiry. Neve spelt N-E-A-V-E. The Neve Inquiry was a landmark report that looked into sex work and eventually led to the Prostitution Regulation Act of 1986, followed by the Sex Work Act 1994, Since then, we haven't seen any real changes to sex worker laws. Now, Victoria might become one of the first jurisdictions in the world to fully decriminalise sex work. Only time will tell. Before I introduce Dean and before you get to hear from this amazing human being, I thought we'd get a tune. So the song that I want to play, which is very apt considering it's all about female empowerment and sex work, it's one of my favorite songs and it's by Missy Elliott, Christina Aguilera, Little Kim, Maya and Pink and it's called Lady Marmalade. Where's all my soul sisters? Let me hear your flow sisters. Hey sister go sister soul sister flow Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Come through with the money in the garden bags. Let them know we bout that cake straight out the gate. Uh. We independent women, some mistake us for whores. I'm saying, why spend mine when I can spend yours? Disagree? Well, that's you, and I'm sorry. I'ma keep playing these cats out like a car. High heel shoes, getting love from the dudes. Four badass chicks from the Moulin Rouge. Hey, sisters, soul sisters. Better get that dough, sisters. We drink wine with diamonds in the glass by the case, the meaning of expensive taste. You wanna enche, enche, ya, Come up, mocha, chocolate. What? Rio, lady, mama. I love, love, love that tune. That was Lady Marmalade with Missy Elliott, Christina Aguilera, Little Kim, Maya and Pink. More than 70 innocent refugees are still being indefinitely detained in detention centres and secure hotels around Australia. Over recent months, many fellow detainees have been released onto bridging visas. Those remaining are desperate to know why they are still held. It is indefinite, it is cruel, and it is unlawful. Every day a group of supporters protest this brutality outside the Park Hotel at 701 Swanson Street, Melbourne, where 11 men remain trapped and whose hopes are fading and whose mental health is declining. The aim of the protests is to raise awareness of the situation for the general public, but also to show support and solidarity to the men inside. It is also for the approximately 200 refugees still held offshore. Please come along any weeknight at 6pm or weekend at 3pm. Welcome back. You're tuned into Diaspora Blues on 3CR Community Radio, 8.55am. In just a few hours, the crew from Behind Closed Doors will be wowing us on stage when they perform in the Midsummer Show let me get something off my chest. But before they do that, let's get to know, know this award-winning program. Dean Lim is one of the presenters of Behind Closed Doors, Australia's only sex work radio show, and he jumped on the mic for a candid conversation with us 
Dean starts off by telling us how Behind Closed Doors started and what it's like being one of the only shows presented by and for sex workers. Okay, so this uh, show Behind Closed Doors started about two years ago and it was the idea uh, of a few sex workers to have some sort of show or a podcast uh, and they approached uh, 3CR to actually ask if they could use 3CR facilities to record uh, a show and the people at 3CR were so lovely and supportive that they said, why don't you have your own show on our radio station and so from that that's how we were born and so one of the main people driving this is kitty and she's still one of the main co-hosts on the show so i'm a co-host on the show with kitty and sasha so the three of us make up behind closed doors incredible and also huge shout out to 3cr for always being amazing and just generous and also giving you the space to do what you want to do i think that is so important. Yeah, we are so appreciative of everyone at 3CR for allowing us to have a voice and uh, allowing us to talk about pretty much whatever we want, uh, right. which is amazing. It's just so amazing to have so much freedom and encouragement. Uh, and, and we need more of that. And I, I keep saying to everybody, you must subscribe to 3CR. You must listen to 3CR. You must support 3CR because... We have so many different voices here on 3CR, yours included, and we, we need more of it in, in the media space, not just the generic uh, hysterical voices of stereotypes. How would you describe Behind Closed Doors? We are Australia's only sex work radio show, and the what I mean about that is we are all sex workers, myself, Kitty, and Sasha. We talk about sex work issues. We talk about the sex industry. We talk about politics. Uh, we talk about human rights. Uh, and it's the only show of its kind in Australia on a radio station, a radio network. Mm, I mean, that's fantastic that you're one of the only shows but I wonder and I'm thinking about myself as well being the first I guess uh, not really related to radio but being the first to graduate in my family right graduate from high school graduate from uni being the first is always scary so I throw that question to you what, what's it like to be one of the first shows to be doing what you do I am constantly uh, petrified and uh, and in a high state of anxiety. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because I take this really seriously, and so do my co-hosts Kitty and Sasha. We feel that we have an absolute duty, and uh, it is such an honour to have a voice and to also be the voices for our community. We are only part of the many, many different voices and people in our community. And it's just such an honor to uh, be able to, to tell our stories, to share our stories, to share our points of view and our opinions. Uh, and every week we, we have a show. Uh, every week the content is always different. The guests are different. The topics uh, that we talk about are different. And every week we strive to have the best show possible. 
Um, I know I'm a bit OCD and I'm a bit of a perfectionist, but that's what I strive for myself because I feel that I want to be the role model to myself and I want to be a role model to the world. Mm-hmm. Um, part of our theme or our aim for the show is really to destigmatize what it is like to be a sex worker, to work in the sex industry. Um, we're, we're not some monsters. We're not, you know, crazy. We're not part of that, what I call mainstream narrative and stereotype. Mm-hmm. We are so diverse. We're interesting. We're intelligent, uh, kind, loving people that you don't see in the mainstream media at all. You see the horrific stereotypes of uh, the sex worker being, you know, either sex trafficked or being the victim or being, you know, a, an absolute uh, drugged out mess of, of a person. And it, and that couldn't be further from the truth. There are all sorts of stories. There are all sorts of people in our community, as there is in every single community in the world. So why focus on all the negatives? Yes, we talk about it. And yes, we talk about, you know, some of the challenges that we all face. On the flip side, we also need to balance that out with uh, a more thoughtful approach of, well, here is our story. Let's hear more of a three-dimensional version of our story versus a stereotype because we are not stereotypes. None of us are. Hmm. I'm glad you also talked about how you don't shy away from looking at the challenges of the industry, just like any other industry. It's something that I'm always conscious about as well, because the show that I do, the audience and the people that we speak to are like Africans or people of color. And sometimes for me, at least, I always think about how do I best represent my community? And that sometimes means also including the obstacles and the shortcomings just like any other community. So I'm so glad that you did touch on that because it's important to talk about the complex human beings that we are. Mm, Absolutely. And I think it's only fair to say, you know what, just like in real life, you will always have some challenges. You will always have conflicts. How do we best look at those issues and how do we best survive those issues and how do we best thrive and succeed because ultimately we also want to give a, a, a story a narrative of hope that yes the world is in pretty dire straits at the moment especially what's happening overseas in America uh, and what can we do to best counter all of the the evil all of the the negative forces that are so against us especially people who are marginalized, especially people who are from communities of color, of financial distress, educational distress, or not given the opportunities that come from privilege. Yeah. How do we best counter that in an intelligent, respectful, but also meaningful way? It's really hard because when we go on air, all I want to do is say the F word every single time when we talk about politics or what's happening in the world, or what the Australian federal government is doing. But I have to calm myself down and say, okay, be responsible, be the adult in the room. How can we have a sensible, intelligent, thoughtful conversation to figure out how can we have a better world? How can we have a better Australia? We hope you're enjoying our conversation with Dean Lim from Behind Closed Doors. We'll be back after this short community announcement. More than 70 innocent refugees are still being indefinitely detained in detention centres and secure hotels around Australia. 
Over recent months, many fellow detainees have been released onto bridging visas. Those remaining are desperate to know why they are still held. It is indefinite, it is cruel, and it is unlawful. Every day, a group of supporters protest this brutality outside the Park Hotel at 701 Swanson Street, Melbourne, where 11 men remain trapped and whose hopes are fading and whose mental health is declining. The aim of the protests is to raise awareness of the situation for the general public, but also to show support and solidarity to the men inside. It is also for the approximately 200 refugees still held offshore. Please come along any weeknight at 6pm or weekend at 3pm. You're listening to Diaspora Blues, a program produced and presented at 3CR. Before the break, we were chatting to Dean Lim from Behind Closed Doors. Behind Closed Doors is a 3CR program that provides a comfortable space to explore the world of sex work on air. So far, we've looked at the team behind the show, how the program got started and the pressure to be that perfect spokesperson. Dean opens this next segment with tips on how to be good allies to sex workers. I think an ally in any sense of the word is someone who just is able to be open-minded, is someone who listens with an open mind, an open heart, and with kindness. You may not understand everything. You may not even accept everything. Just to be open to someone else who might be different to you. And I and Sassy and Kitty, we truly believe that it is the differences in this world that make all of us so special. And by being different and being diverse, that will make this world an incredible place, an incredible place to work, to live in. If we shut off ourselves to people who are other than us, if we shut ourselves off to people who are different, what kind of world is that? You can't live in a bubble. You can't live in just a tiny you know, space in this world. You can't. We have to exist. So let's figure out a way to exist, to um, inhabit this space that we call Earth. Mm. How do we do it? And you've hit on something that's so important, regardless of community, regardless of religion, all across the board. Going back to the fundamentals, as you described, so kindness, respect, those are what matters, right? And I love that you said people don't have to, like, jump on board, but they do need to respect you. I I know it's really hard sometimes when you boil it down to the basics. And I actually had this conversation recently with someone who didn't understand what it is to be trans. And he comes from an uh, he comes from a very extremely religious uh, community uh, and family. And so for him, he didn't understand it at all. And I just said to him, it's about having a conversation. It's about just asking questions in a respectful manner. And you, your first question can be, I don't understand. Can you please give me more information? Is mm-hmm. it okay if I ask questions? So it was also allowing the other person to feel that they are okay to ask questions. It's not about attacking someone because they don't know anything. It's about allowing a space for people to have a conversation, to say, look, you know, I don't understand. Can you please have a talk to me? Can we have a chat? And it begins with that basic level of respect, that really basic level of let's be open. Let's be kind to one another. 
totally. And when it comes to asking questions as well, you need to be invited. You can't just ask questions out of thin air. There's also that it has to be the right moment, the right occasion. You know, the person has to be willing to also answer your questions. And if they don't, that is fine too, right? You're on their time, yes. if anything. That's right. It's it's just having a conversation, just to ask. And, and then it goes from there, exactly. So when it comes to COVID-19, right, because that's the thing that's been on our minds and thinking about how COVID-19 has affected, in particular, Asian communities here and overseas, from your lived experience and what you've seen and heard, what do you think about that? We're actually going to have a special episode in a couple of months about this on our show, uh, and we're going to talk to a few people about this. It's a really interesting issue, the the issue of anti-Asian violence, anti-Asian, I guess, stigma, and then how does that also translate into anti-Asian sex worker stigma, violence, discrimination. It's a very, very complicated issue, and it's it's one that goes back a long time. It's not something that's a recent occurrence, and I think it's been put under the microscope because of America, because of COVID, because of the ex president of the United States. I think that anecdotally, we hear more anti-Asian violence and stigma occurring overseas. It is happening at an alarming rate, unfortunately. I feel that it's a whole issue of the political climate that we live in at the moment. Mm. And it really does come from our leaders or our so-called leaders. And that's part of the, the issue I was talking about, being a role model. We really need to be role models to ourselves first standing up for ourselves, our communities, and that will be, uh, or that will have a trickle-down effect for everyone else. We can't rely on our leaders anymore. The Victorian government is currently looking into changing the state's sex worker laws. It's been close to 30 years since sex workers have seen any substantial changes to the industry. I asked Dean what decriminalising sex work looks like and what it could mean for the community. He also explains the issues surrounding Victoria's current licensing model. Decriminalisation isn't the answer for everything. It'll definitely help. And what we, or what I hope, will be achieved is that it will be a more level playing field so that sex work is treated like any other business. So let me explain. At the moment in Victoria, we have what's called a licensing model. So in order to be, in quotation marks, a legal sex worker, I would need to be registered. I would need to be on a, on a list of registered sex workers. I would not be allowed to work from home. I would only be allowed to visit a client at their home or hotel, which doesn't make sense to me at all because the majority of sex workers would want to work from home because you have greater autonomy uh, in your uh, work space. You have greater control as well as to who enters your workspace. And when you visit someone else's home or residence or hotel, you don't really know where you're going to. You don't know, you know what's around you. So just in terms of health and safety, just in terms of security, 
we know we anecdotally we've heard some really nasty stories um, of workers who have gone to residences thinking they're going to work and they have uh, unfortunately had violence perpetrated against them so it's 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 a lot of issues of well how do we have a better a safer working environment and for me it begins with where can I work Um, I see myself as a sole operator a small business operator and as such I would like to have control over where do I work I want control over well how do I uh, control my security my privacy that's that's number one secondly it is about well if we decriminalize sex work we need to have other uh, laws put in place so things like we can still be discriminated against based on the type of work we do mm. so there's a few other uh, other issues that are connected with that that hopefully will get addressed but it's a start and it's a it's a major start that we need because it's been approximately 40 years since the last major review which was the Neve report wow. in the 80s yeah so I mean I love the 1980s I love the fashion and the music but it's like I'm not going to wait for another 40 years for more review it, you know the time is now so we're all very very hopeful I'm hopeful because Fiona Patton is a former sex worker Fiona Patton really knows the industry extremely well she is uh, very supportive of us we've had many private conversations with Fiona about well what does this look like you know what uh, would we know what can we do and so she's really pushing for decriminalization of sex work with some really good um, ideas and she had so many uh, fantastic submissions from various organizations and people uh, for her review so I'm, I'm very hopeful that we will uh, get decriminalization in some form or other so I'm just waiting to see you know what will happen so I'm, I'm very very hopeful and another exciting venture for Behind Closed Doors is you folks are part of the Midsummer lineup. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. I'm I'm really getting nervous now. <laughs> I will be taking a lot of photos, mind you. I am <laughs> snapping away. <laughs> uh, please do. Okay. Uh, well, we were invited by Sam Elkin, who was a previous guest on our show, and he is a, a lawyer by trade, but also uh, someone who enjoys spoken word and uh, performance events. He put together a a show called Let Let Me Get Something Off My Chest, which is on Monday night, the 19th, at the Bowery Theatre in St Albans. And that is part of the Midsummer Arts Festival. This event, Let Me Get Something Off My Chest, uh, features a diversity uh, and a huge range of people from the queer communities uh, who have uh, a chance to be on stage and talk about their themselves their life their experiences so and we were so honored again to and grateful to be invited and so as behind closed doors we're going to be on stage and we're going to talk about some of our experiences and our life experiences as being sex workers Mm. I saw a photo that you put up on Facebook of your preparation and it just looks so exciting. Are you nervous? How nervous are you? <laughs> I'm so nervous. Have you performed before or is this like your first time on stage? I've, I've been on stage in other uh, 
other times, but not not as a sex worker, not not as not in this. Uh, I guess manifestation is Dean Lim. <laughs> mm. So so I'm really going to be bearing my soul, so to speak, to the world and adding myself as a sex worker because I've always been very private, uh, extremely discreet, very quiet about what I do as Dean. And so this is me really being face out mm. uh, so I've, I've been practicing I've been I've spent days and days and days practicing and practicing and practicing and trying to memorize my lines and and not be too uh, nervous or yeah yeah that's, that's interesting <laughs> but it's interesting that you went from being a very private introspective person to being on radio and now being on stage like I'd love to know if you're okay with sharing how you went from the two extremes. <laughs> uh, I never thought after two years I would be in this position because when I was invited to join Behind Closed Doors, I just thought, okay, I, I can help out a little bit because I have some experience um, editing and using editing software. And, you know, I'm a little bit technical. So I thought, great, I could help behind the scenes and just do a few episodes and and uh, support fellow sex workers um, and the minute I was in the studio the minute I was in 3CR I felt at home I felt so encouraged I felt so supported it's like um, when you meet an old friend and they give you a big hug Ooh. and I'm, I'm not a hugging person I don't I actually don't like being touched <laughs> so that when every time I step through the doors at 3CR I feel so comfortable and I, I just feel like like I'm home. I know that sounds really corny, but I just feel so welcomed. And so when I'm when I was in the studios and I, and I'm editing and or recording an episode, I just I just felt you know what I really feel at home. I feel like I'm meant to be doing this. And so after the two years or since you know two years of of being on the show, we've become such a tight little team that we encourage each other, we support each other. And again, very similar to the feeling of th at 3CR, mm. I, I felt so uh, encouraged that, you know what, I have, a, I have a voice, I have a message to the world. Why not continue with that? And, and Sassy, um, one of my co-hosts, it has been instrumental in always uh, striving for us to be role models, oh. to be to be out in the community because she's always said to us, you know, that what, what have we got to be scared of? The only thing is we need to be scared to be aware of is ourselves. We are the only person holding ourselves back. And when she said those words, I thought, oh my gosh, you're so right. I'm, I've got all this fear, this anxiety in my mind, and I'm the one creating it. No one is stopping me. No one at 3CR or in my life has ever said to me, why are you on this radio show? Get off. You're terrible. I've always had nothing but amazing support. Amazing oh. support, encouragement. And and I just thought, you know what? Use that. Use that positivity and, and keep going because we, we need to have more voices. And mm. yeah, and, I, and I'm at a stage where, you know what? I, I want to be a voice, a voice of, of reason, a voice of change. Uh, and it's time that we, we take charge. Um, and as I said before, we, we can't rely on our so-called leaders. We, we just can't because they have let us down so badly. 
they, they shall have. And I'm so glad that you have found such an amazing crew to do radio with, to go on stage with. And also the station as well. Shout out to Theresia. Shout out to Kitty. Shout out to Sassy. Shout out to you, Dean. Before I let you go, tickets are still available. How can people purchase tickets and how can people listen to your show? All they need to do is just uh, Google Midsummer Arts Festival. Uh, spoken Word or Midsummer Arts Festival, Monday the 19th, Midsummer Arts Festival, let me get something off my chest. Thanks to Dean Leem from Behind Closed Doors. Catch Behind Closed Doors Thursdays at 6pm on 3CR Community Radio. Head over to the Midsummer website for tickets to see Let Me Get Something Off My Chest, which is a show that they're appearing on. I'm Ian Shirwa, and I hope you have a terrific week. But before I let you go, I'm going to um, end on a song that I feel like really, really captures today's mood, which is Get Your Freak On by Missy Elliott. Hit banger. <laughs> Can't stop me now. Listen to me now. I'm lasting 20 rounds. And if you want me, then come on, get me now. Is you with me now? Then biggie, biggie bounce. I know you dig the way I s- s- switch my style. Holla, holla. People sing around. Now people gather around. Now people jump around. listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.